0: On Racing HQ, the latest in racing, with Mitch Cullen from The Daily Telegraph. Hey, he joins us. The last time I saw him, he was just swirling a Chardonnay on Friday. And uh, what are you doing this morning, mate? Uh, how's your Wednesday looking so far, Mitch Cullen?
1: No Chardonnays around at the moment, Dave, but there might be a, a schooner in the hands later on this evening. But, uh, look, it's the most wonderful time of year, isn't it? MVG on the, uh, the stage at Ali Pally for the darts. I'll be trying my hand this evening. Um, how, are you going, hand.
0: how are you going with the darts? You go down to Bondi, Bondi, what is it, Bondi Bowls, Bolo?
1: Look, Dave, I, I think it's safe to say now I'm there for the schooners and not for the darts. The darts game <laughs> has deteriorated very, very poorly. Um, yeah, in awful form, but hopefully a, a few Chrissy gifts will uh, will set me right. But, no, I'm there for the social now.
0: I, like, I must admit, mate, I don't think I've ever told this to you, but this is fair income. When I was doing the uh, the trip round for the Kosciuszko, this gentleman pulled me aside and he said, oh, I like that Mitch Cohen if comes on. He goes, oh, oh tell him um, tell him to go to a hypnotist. I said, what are you talking about? I think he had a fair few skins He goes, oh, well, he's always on about the darts. He's always on about the darts. He needs to get off them, mate. I've, I haven't had him for 30 years. I said, no, 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 not darts, as in like he's, he's playing darts and yeah, the, the bloke was a bit confused. So a lot of people out there think, Mike, you might be just going on the bolo for some darts and schooners. <laughs> no, no, no nicotine advertising on this program, no. Oh, now, what's this? Ollie's off the court. What's happened?
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a sour ending to, obviously, uh, we saw on the weekend, David Oliver obviously had the, the perfect ending to his career, really. But news out of the West this morning is he'll be taking uh, his former manager and business partner, Neil Pinner, to court, Now, the circumstances of it aren't quite clear at this stage, but obviously Neil played a major role throughout Ollie's career. He's been there since his early days in the saddle, Ollie obviously rising to become what many believe to be Australia's greatest jockey of all time. Now they've got um, some, it's understood they've got some business interests together in property and commercial investments. But um, look, there'll be a lot more to this story as it it goes through proceedings. But Ollie has engaged uh, a a top lawyer over there in Tom Percy. Um, And yeah, look, it looks like this is headed for, I guess, a long and arduous um, court battle. But uh, look, after this story um, of Ollie's Oh, what a story it was over the weekend. It's just a, it's the same. Something like this uh, will occur.
0: Yeah, very. Uh, I saw that news uh, filter through, and of course he's. I think he's engaged to what uh, one of the top, um, uh, Tom Percy, uh, who. will was him And of course, uh, Tom was. Um, was Tom a former chairman of Perth Racing, or was Pinner a former chairman of Perth Racing?
1: I couldn't tell you too much about Tom, but uh, Pinner was the former chairman of Perth Racing. Yeah, Um, yeah. To be honest, mate, I don't know too many, uh, know too much about uh, lawyers. It's uh, certainly not my specialty.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's 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 obviously yeah, not the news we were expecting. But anyway, off they go. Uh, Now, what's happening with the Vic Race Clubs? They've merged.
1: Down south, mate, yeah, just a bit of news out of yesterday. Obviously, it happened on Monday night. Uh, Both the Cranbourne Club and Pakenham Race Club had general meetings uh, where they agreed that the clubs will merge to make a new super club. Now, Pakenham and Cramben are about half an hour apart on the road, so so fairly close as far as uh, the bird flies. But, uh, look, they'll merge. Uh, It'll see, I guess, uh, memberships across the two clubs uh, become sort of a joint membership. They'll obviously uh, work together, or, or work as, as one unit essentially to host the 60 meetings a year that they do um, at Crambon, and Pakenham Turf and Pakenham Synthetic. All three obviously host night meetings as well. Uh, a lot of trainers down there as well have moved to those those training centres around that, those parts of Victoria. Um, actually, a lot of winners being produced out of there at the moment. So two of the real, uh, I guess, up-and-coming and progressive clubs in that area will merge um, from, from here on out.
0: We're chatting with Mitch Cohen this morning. Uh, Mitch, uh, two-year-old racing this weekend? Yeah, two-year-old racing
1: this weekend. A bit of a focus in Sydney. I understand it will be a pretty small field in Sydney. Um, obviously, uh, still a few there that will be looking to, to, uh, to flaunt their magic hands, but it should only be about six or seven in the Sydney two-year-old race. Obviously Gay and Adrian have a very strong hand with a horse like Straight Charge, who's still eligible to, to head up to the Magic Millions and they'll be separating Straight Charge from Stormboy who we know won so brilliantly in Sydney a few weeks ago and he'll go up to Queensland for that BJ McLaughlin stakes ruse, the dollar thirty five favourite now. Gay and Adrian, wow. what, do you, what do you say about this juvenile hand? Every week it seems to get stronger. node was obviously so brilliant last weekend. No millions for him. It looks like potentially a blue diamond path could be potentially his, his grand final or, or the first of grand finals. Because I guess if you win a blue diamond, you, you look at, at that golden slipper as well. And obviously we saw Shangri-La Express already so brilliant. They decided to bypass the millions with him and, and focus straight on the golden slipper.
0: Yeah, uh, that that form stacked up too with Traffic Warden, didn't it? Yeah, of
1: course. He went down to Melbourne last weekend and and won terrific. I actually missed him. He was in the Sydney race and uh, I didn't quite look at the Melbourne form properly and didn't see him down there, so that was a missed bet for me. But, uh, yeah, he went terrific. So the form has really stacked up. He obviously ran on nicely on that occasion.
0: He certainly did, mate. Uh, and then, obviously, we touch on the two rounds. What about Nisham, uh, Annabelle's uh, stars? Zaki, obviously, just going down there in the west a couple of weeks ago and learning to fly, which is returning um, after, of course, that injury.
1: Yeah, I spoke to Annabelle uh, late on the weekend. Obviously, we'll start with Zaki. She was speaking to James McDonald after that race, and obviously he's in his nine-year-old season now. And Annabelle said, James said, whatever you do, don't retire this horse. He's happy. And he's healthy. So expect to see Izaki back in 2024. Whether that's a, a late autumn Brisbane winter sort of campaign, that looks like the most likely for him. But he came through that run nicely. He flies over from Perth and will and will spell in Victoria before um, coming back to Annabelle Nation shortly after. But uh, he'll enjoy a well-deserved break, but we'll still see plenty of Izaki. And just on learning to fly, look, she was the top filly heading into last year slipper wasn 't she she won three straight brilliantly, uh, obviously picked up that injury in the golden slipper and, and we haven 't seen her again she 's missed the whole spring. She obviously trialled last monday uh, that 's Monday a week ago uh, she 's being prepared for a light finger surround Now we know Annabelle had success. With this race last year, with Sunshine in Paris obviously finishing second in the Light Fingers and winning this around, and he/she was in work nice and early. So Annabelle's thinking around the same with learning to fly, getting into work nice and early. Whether she has a start before that Light Fingers remains to be seen. But she wants to get this filly up and going because she thinks she's one of the most exciting horses in her stable, uh, which is good to hear. Her back, she, she's recovered from that injury. Uh, perfectly fine. She, she'll she be on track for a, 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 a autumn carnival, early autumn carnival tilt Dave.
0: I like it mate enjoy your week mate um, we might try and catch you on the Punners panel on Friday. It'll be the, my last uh, Friday Punners panel until the new year mate so um, we'll chat to you then. I won't um, do the old uh, farewell cheer. have a great Christmas but I know that to our listeners you'd probably like to sign off uh, from this segment until next year because mate it's been sensational to have you on board of a Wednesday.
1: No, it's been great to talk to you every week, Dave, and obviously Marlow filling in a few times as well. Uh, Look, it's always good to... uh, This time of year is just one of the best times of year, isn't it? Uh, I hope everyone enjoys it as much as I know I'm going to. Uh, Has a good time with the family, friends, and and thanks to all the listeners.
0: Have a great day, Mitch Cohen, folks. It's 9.29.